welcome back to Glaring Questions, your favorite, not really new anymore, podcast on TV shows, films, comic books, and all other media that lies in between. Yo, 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 it's Caden, it's your co-host in the Kizzy, you already know who it is, I'm your co-host, and this is your boy, my man, the myth, you know, the legend, the skeezer, Tucker, (laughs) I bring... Dog, I don't even know at this point. I bring the banter. Y'all already know how this works, and he brings the facts. Tucker, what is today's drumroll, please? What is today's topic? So, there's always this big discussion on what makes all media similar. But there's one minor question I'd like to bring up. What makes Wonder Woman, Shazam, The Lucifer Show, Seven Deadly Sins... And a bunch of comic book media, really, so impactful in hist- in history. Can like, I can I answer this? Is it the superheroes? Sort of. It's the superheroes. So, he's I don't know. He's, he has a point there. Mythology has had a long impact on fiction, whether it be you know Beowulf from like fifteen freaking thousand years ago. That that book's whatever. good. I'm reading that in class right now. Or whether it's stories like Wonder Woman's current arc having to go through Greek mythological stories. Amen. A lot of mythology has survived for thousands of years. And because of that, so many modern takes come from looking back at mythological or, you know, mythical takes. Mm -hmm. Whether that be actual things called mythology or things that sort of lie in, in the vague definition of mythology. Mythology and... is when people are really, really old. They can be dumb, right? And the, so when a mom and a dad love <laughs> each other very much, they they give birth to a bunch of little demon spawns. And these demon spawns are... Moving on! Religious freedom! <laughs> they all represent these gods, this these this mythology, these gods, which I'm assuming we're going to go into because I'm assuming that would be like these gods' powers and stuff. We're going to go into that because we have all these gods that have these specific superpowers, and then we all have all these heroes that have you know specific superpowers. So I'm assuming that we're going to go into that. So all these gods right here each have a um. They they each have their own little gimmick. If you will, um, gimmick. Huh? Yeah, I'm not a. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure how you consider Zeus in general a gimmicky guy. That, that okay? Seems... They have a quirk. Okay, they have a little quirk. Quirky is the exact wrong word for okay, Zeus. Okay, they have they have a little ability. Is that a better word? They have they have a little ability. Whether you eat kids, I'll, I'll, you or know you have sex with a cloud dog. Is yeah. that what Zeus does? With a cloud, doesn't he have sex? He with has cloud? sex with many things. That man just likes to get his stick engraved sometimes, all right? Okay, we don't judge. moving on. Anyway, so yeah, I, so I would assume that's a, what we're talking about. He has about. a point there. Gods are generally a big idea that crossed over from mythology into mainstream media. So much of modern superhero continuity focuses on the idea of what separates humans from gods. And what is the point at which a superpowered person becomes known as a god uh well what separates them is maui the demigod because he's half human half god and if you want to speak mathematically a god divided by a human would technically mean that the uh, sum or additive of that equation 
would happen to need to be in the center. And dividing 4 by 2 would give you 2, because 2 goes in the 4 twice, meaning that 1 plus 1 would equal 2, meaning that a demigod would technically be the sum of a human slash god figure. You know what? I didn't mean for this, but I have to mention the fact that demigod has become incredibly vague. You see, a lot of people think Wonder Woman is a demigoddess, but she doesn't have a human parent. No, but she's, she's a queen. Made from she clay. can be my demigoddess. She's she can made, be my queen. She's made from clay. Therefore, she has no blood stopping her from being god. Well, a goddess. So, Wonder Woman is a goddess, not a demigoddess. Amen. But also, god figures are crazy popular, and especially beings that shift from mythology. Exactly. Y'all know this, this, sorry, I'm trying to pronounce the word, Christian, and, and, and Judaism, and, 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 and Islam, they're all religions. That wasn't going anywhere. That, that little bit, it wasn't even going anywhere. I still did it anyway. Why? <laughs> because I can. So, mythology has a surprisingly big impact on not just characters who are overtly based on mythology, but characters who, although being lesser known, have deep mythological impacts. So we all know Wonder Woman. In some, she, she's either created by Aphrodite or Zeus. It depends on your interpretation, but most of the time, almost all the time, She's the result of Greek mythology, created by a Greek mythological deity. So, that's why a lot of Wonder Woman's stories focus on Greek mythological concepts, whether it be the Minotaur or Mount Olympus, or uh -huh. the Twelve Trials of, of Heracles. Yeah, I'm saying Heracles. If you think Hercules is Greek, you got another thing coming. Yeah. Hercules is Tucker also... will eat you. Like, what's his name? Bacchus, who eats children... Moving he, he on. Ate, he ate all of his children. Moving on. That was actually probably wrong. So Hercules is Roman. He's actually the Roman equivalent of Heracles, who is Greek. Yes. So if we're talking Wonder Woman, we have to say Heracles. But Amen. Shazam is an interesting point as to how so much of modern media mixes Greek mythology with Roman mythology. Because they're very similar. They're practically the same, if not separated by name and region. That's also true. Because almost every god you can find equivalents of in Greek mythology. Yeah. And that's very apparent given what Shazam stands for. If I remember correctly, ignoring S, which is the wizard Solomon, mm -hmm. it's Hercules, who is Roman, Atlas, who is Zeus, Zeus and Achilles, who are also Zeus, not Zeus, Greek, and Mercury, who is Roman. So, one character is powered by a wizard and a bunch of Greek and Roman gods. And that's ignoring the fact that all of them completely make Zeus overpowered, because Zeus can solely take away Shazam's power, even though he's only one-sixth of Shazam. I can do two push-ups. <laughs> Maybe a sit-up or two. So, I'm technically stronger than Zeus. Huh, shocker. Yeah, I'm pretty strong. So, also, Hercules is part of Marvel, so Hercules' point is valid. Hercules was made up by Marvel, everybody. Stan Lee made up an entire religion. Also, to be fair, adamantium by itself is also a mythological root. 
because adamantium is based on adamantine, which is the, th the metal that Hercules' mace is made out of. Again, Roman mythology influencing media. Adamantite? Adamantine. Tine. Okay, well, adamantite is... Um... Terraria. Yeah, that's what it is. So. Ah, you see, another thing influenced by mythology. So, a minor character influenced by a different mythology than both Greek and Roman. In, also in Marvel is Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Who, who, yeah, he's a weird hero. His real name is Mark Spector. But he has multiple personalities. Oh. Multiple identities. Got it. Many of which are rooted in Egyptian mythology. Ooh, all right. Beings like Ra, Isis, the sun god. Osiris. Isis. Yeah. Isis, Osiris, Thoth. That's a hard name to say, Thoth. Thoth. So you got, you got Ra, the sun god, Isis, the whatever he is. And, um... Osiris? Osiris, the, um, um, group from Halo 5, and then you have... Thoth. Thomp. Thoth. Thoth. God of, God of knowledge and wisdom. Wonderful. Alright, moving on. Moving on! So, there are also stories that overtly have, sort of, myth bases and deep roots. Take the Lucifer show. So Lucifer is actually based on DC Comics because it's based on the DC Comics rendition of Lucifer Morningstar. Which is um, basically so, Satan. Lucifer Morningstar is based on the actual Christian being Lucifer, the fallen angel. Yes, Satan. I'll give you that. I wasn't beaten enough as a child. So, damn. Lucifer follows, aptly named Lucifer, as he no goes, way. as he goes through his life in the human realm uh -huh. after, after you know stopping his rule of hell, mm -hmm. and it's very rooted in slight DC comics, but also a lot of Christian ideas because you know actual God shows up in the show, and demons show up in the show, angels show up in the show, their big differences show up. It's a very Christian and DC-rooted story. And it the, and the roots work well for what it is. Another example of mythology influencing real life. Count the number of times you've heard the name Merlin and it hasn't been a witch. Not many times. Seven deadly sins. Nope, she's a witch. God damn it. Because... Merlin is a central character in Arthurian mythology. And Berlin, but without the and, and replaced <coughs> with an M. And Berlin, we should really change this song to Merlin. I know a cat, his name's Merlin. So, in Arthurian... He pisses in shoes all so the time. In our, so in Arthurian myth, if I remember correctly, Merlin's a guy. Oh, he's He's an old man. Shite, alright. And... A lot of the characters that show up all over the place around Merlin are real people from Arthurian legend. Case in point, Seven Deadly Sins. All right. A story that combines Christian ideas such as the four archangels and the actual seven deadly sins and the Ten Commandments. And, I didn't realize how religious that show was. And take, takes those ideas and combines them with Arthurian legend. 
most of which are the actual names. For example, we have literal King Arthur Pendragon of Camelot. Yeah. We have Merlin, or a translation of Merlin. We have Meliodas, who's, who, who, whose name is the son of King Tristan. We have King Bon and his wife Elaine. We have Deanne. We have Tristan, Meliodas's father from Arthurian legend as Meliodas's son. Elizabeth. All those names come from Arthurian legend. And most of the relationships they have in Arthurian legend are intact. But it also takes a bunch of these mythological creatures from different places and some creatures that don't really have mythological roots that are clear and brings them in. It's this cool amalgamation of Christian ideals, Arthurian names and connections, and a bunch of mythological creatures. Religion! Attention, everybody. Attention. Attention. All right. I, I hope I have everybody's attention. <coughs> I'd like to make a toast. Uh, I didn't do this last episode, I don't think. But I am drinking a Dr. Pepper for tonight's show. You know why? Because if Tucker can drink M&M's, then I should be able to drink soda. You drink soda in every single episode. Why do you gotta go out there and, and expose me? You literally say it almost every episode. I do not drink soda. I digest soda. I ingest. That... I... Caden. I... I feel like you've been drinking more than just soda. <laughs> I feel like... I feel targeted. That's what I feel like. I feel like I'm gonna get shot. Anyway. So yeah, this this basically this episode is brought to you by... um. Liquid M&M's. But <laughs> the idea of a god itself has translated into a bunch of media. Black Panther is given powers by a panther goddess, or god, depends on your part of comics, named Bost. Wakanda Forever. Named Bost, which is why, if you look at the name of the mountain in Wakanda, it's Bost Mountain. Because they named it after Bost. Tune in next time to hear Tucker... I'm just kidding. Also, one of the old Spider-Man origins oh, no. had his powers coming from an uh, an unnamed, if I remember correctly, Spider God. Mm -hmm. I I I can never explain why a Spider God is a thing. I would just like to point out it's nine thirty at night and there are little kids <laughs> screaming outside, like right in front of our house. Mm. So if we go missing, the kids did it. Indeed. Anyway, what does that have to do with mytholo mythology? I'll tell you what it has to do with mythology. Uh, well, when little kids scream, it's a sign that Bacchus is coming to eat them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Continue, my main man. And I mean, even the idea of there being a hier hierarchy of power that comes from, you know, absolute entities of absolute power mm -hmm. has translated. You know, Marvel and DC both have full-on dimensions and higher beings with nigh-omnipotent power. They're basically gods. True that. Also, the idea that there's a central world, an overworld, a central, a central world, an underworld, and other realms. You know, like Mephistopheles from German mythologies, 
German has a mythology. What about American mythology? Is that a thing? I thought that was just the killer clowns. You might be right. Y'all remember the mythology attack of the 2016 killer clowns? Yeah, German legends have Mephistopheles, a demon. A.K.A. German clowns. A.K.A. Mephisto from Ghost Rider. Oh, I thought, I honestly, I thought you were going to say he was a Nazi. I mean, Nazis are a thing in Marvel, but we're going to ignore that. Mephistopheles. That's racist. Don't say Nazi. Mephistopheles and or Mephisto is a big character in Marvel. Of course. Because he gives the Ghost Rider powers via the Spirit of Vengeance every, almost every time. Uh-huh. So he's the reason Ghost Rider, who's literally the Spirit of Vengeance and an agent of hell, exists. Amen. Valhalla. Now there are dogs screaming. Why are there dogs barking? Norse mythology goes way further in Marvel than most people give it credit Does for. Does it have anything to do with why there are little kids and a bunch of chihuahuas outside? <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> Why? So, like, Why? Mar- Marvel has a ton of realms. Marvel has the main nine. And what realm is, uh, is there a bunch of little kids and chihuahuas so, right outside our house? So, Marvel has the main nine realms, which are from Norse mythology, from the oh. Yggdrasil. Oh, that was a weird word. I know, right? Say it's it so again? Weird. Yggdrasil. And so, th- but then they add more that realms. That sounds like a slur. Like There's also a heaven. There's also heaven, which is different from from Valhalla. There's hell, but that's also different from the mirror dimension and the dark dimension, and the mic and the microverse and or the quantum realm and the negative zone. A bunch of these ideas of different realms existing for different creatures has carried over, especially with planets, like fourth dimension. Fourth dimensional beings like Darkseid, Big Barda, Mr. Miracle, and Orion in DC have planets of their own in complete different dimensional spaces. Apocalypse and New Genesis. So, like, the idea that there are dimensions beyond our own that arguably comes from circle, from, might come from the circles of hell or Mount Olympus or the different realms in mythologies... It comes from there. It's ignoring the ideas of eternal torture and rep- and constant repetition that come from myths like Prometheus and Atlas and Loki with Sijin. Like they have eternal punishment. And eternal punishment goes along with a lot of characters. So a lot of these concepts keep coming back, and that's why mythology, despite being kind of messed up at times can be important to understanding why some things happen like yeah loki does have a lot of punishments in marvel comics throughout its history that's because loki started as a trickster god and as you know christian values satanized anything that was less than holy or divine or right yeah like i can't dress up loki was satanized a sexy bunny for halloween because apparently, to my grandmother, it's not God's way. <laughs> I can't dress up in a sexy bunny lingerie suit because it's not God's way. But anyway, Loki... It's probably because it was like three different types of fabric. Loki's actions started being point, pa- painted as evil around the time that the myth of Ragnarok was coming about. And in Ragnarok, the main part of it is that Loki betrays Odin... Freya, Thor, Heimdall, Balder, 
Poder. You're speaking gibberish. Yada yada. Yeah. I know but Loki and Thor. Balder is the being... Balding? I'm not kidding. Balder... They're still is, little chihuahuas. ...is the being that Loki is destined to kill during Ragnarok. Well, he's actually, in Marvel Comics, destined to trick Hodor, the, the blind god, into shooting Balder with an arrow. Why? That's very mean. Yeah. And Loki is supposed to bring the end of all things. Oh, he's supposed to just kill everybody in sort the whole of. wide world. He's supposed to. He's supposed to lead a whole, like, riot against Asgard oh. and destroy oh. the realm. <laughs> basically, what the fuck? basically causing everyone's death until they all get brought back because Ragnarok is a cycle. Ratio bozo. That's what I would say. And. Some things do get changed from mythology. Seven Deadly Sins is a great example of how bringing multiple mythologies in completely changes concepts. Yep. The Ten Commandments are people. The Seven Deadly Sins are people. The Ten Commandments are evil. The Seven Deadly Sins are the good guys. The Four Archangels are arguably morally ambiguous. Instead of being fully divine. He's got a point there, people. Listen up. And this is a minor thing, but, you know, Marvel really did introduce the idea of the Norse beings having last names. That's true. Fact checking. They did change relationships between these characters. Like, in Norse mythology, Loki and Odin are blood brothers. Which is sometimes seen as biological brothers, but most people agree that it's a blood pact. They yeah. agree they agreed to work together as brothers. Yeah. Versus Marvel Comics, where Loki is the adoptive son of Odin. Loki is much more trickstery and mischievous as an innocent thing in the beginning of Norse mythology than he is in Marvel. Also, last names basically weren't a thing in mythology. It's just that Marvel kind of made them a thing. Thor. What's his name? It's Thor. just Thor. Not Thor Odin's son. Thor. Thorpe. Heimdall. Oh, Heimdall no. had freaking nine mothers. That's not a... another name that I'm not going to remember. Heimdall has nine mothers in Norse mythology. You know what they do in Marvel? They don't explain that. They don't? Actually, mythology doesn't explain that either. Of we, course. We just know that he has nine mothers. That's a lot of mothers. And one father. Oh. Another father's child. Some people think that's because he's the gatekeeper of the Nine Realms. And the so gatekeeper? Ha- yeah, the gatekeeper. Why does he keep... <laughs> no, not... don't finish that thought. <laughs> I'm, not going... <laughs> I'm not going to. A lot of people point out that he's the gatekeeper of Gate... the Nine Realms. <laughs> and that he might have nine mothers because he needs citizenship <laughs> of, uh, of all Nine Realms. So he'd need a mid a Midgardian, Muspelheim, Helheim. What is he a keeper of? J- Jotunheim. The Nine Realms. The Nine Realms. He keeps control of the Dimensional Bridge. Yes. The so a lot of people think he has <laughs> nine mothers because he needs to have citizenship of all nine. Got it. And you can only have citizenship of one naturally. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, eh, nine mothers. Got it. Also... Frigga gets confusing, Thor's mother. 
gets very mm-hmm. confusing in mythology because she literally becomes the Earth. Yeah, I mean, that's also, um, y'all ever do that? Just also, become um, the Earth. Fun fact. Okay. Loki's a mother. Oh, not what? Wait. Loki does no. It's not. I didn't say Loki has a mother. Loki is a mother. Loki Lalfi's son is a mother. Because he can switch his form, and so he can see a child. He has two children that he <laughs> delivered. <laughs> Their names are Fenrir and Jormungandr. Also known as the giant wolf from Thor Ragnarok no. and the Midgard serpent. Yeah, that giant wolf that Hulk fights. No. In mythology, that's Loki's kid. That's right. Kill him. Did he kill and him? the Midgard serpent is a serpent that, according to mythology, is big enough to wrap itself around the earth. And Loki gave birth to that. Man, Hulk really killed someone. Also, um, Hela. You know how in the MCU she's Thor's sister? Who? Hela, goddess of death. Hala? Hela, not Hala. God Hela. of of Islam? Got it. <laughs> anyway. <coughs> yeah, Hela. <coughs> Hela from, you know, the MCU. She's up in my wall of pop vinyls. Oh, yeah. In the in mythology, she couldn't be further from being Thor's sister. Because she's Loki's daughter. Wow. And she looks very different in mythology. Or at least from the descriptions of mythology, because half of her face is normal, and half of it is blue. Yeah. Because she was born at midnight. Yeah. So part of her is day, part of her is night. Blue people. Like, imagine blue if it looked like the skin was deteriorating. So, do blue lives actually matter? <laughs> are you saying that there are blue people? I mean, y- you've seen the Smurfs. The conservatives. They're... They're scriptures. But yeah, like, mythology has all these impacts and all these changes. And I mean, don't even get me started with the number of things they change from Norse mythology. Yeah. About the fact that they gave Mjolnir powers that it doesn't have in mythology. Oh, like Halo, the Mjolnir... Hey, the hammer. Yeah, but there's the, the armor, Master Chief's armor See, Halo I don't Mjolnir. care. That's not it. <laughs> well, it is it, for me. So Mjolnir is Thor's hammer. Yes. In mythology, it's just very heavy and very hard-hitting. All the powers come from Thor. Mm-hmm. But in the comics and the movies... The powers come from having the hammer. So, funny thing is, mythology Thor is actually stronger in powers and strength than Marvel's Thor. And the hammer is actually weaker in mythology. Because Thor has the strength, the hammer doesn't. But it's stuff like that that makes all of this very interesting. Especially when you take into account dark beings that came about because of trying to humanize these ideals that were sort of, you know, demonized and made black and white. And, I mean, going into the history of grimdark realism and the comics code authority changing things is certainly enough for another episode. But to wrap this all up, it's really 
the sense that mythology set this precedent for what a god was, for what a god would be able to do, and the effect a god would have, and the effect of a whole system of gods would have on the cultures of the world and how those cultures of the world would branch out and change. Basically, what we're saying is God is real, God is risen, and Satan has been destructed. You want to say that word again? Destructed. Say it right. Destructed. Give me the Nerf gun. Destructed. <laughs> Give me. Destructed is what I'm about to be when Tucker strangles me. <laughs> destructed. Satan has been destructive. One, you're completely ignoring the purposeful broadness of mythology by going straight for Christianity. Well, am I wrong? One, you could have said something like, you know, Greek, Roman, Egyptian, German. Yeah, but that's pagan. racist. How is it racist to include everyone? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I guess you got a point there. Anyway, how about that raw guy, right? Like raw XD? <laughs> that's funny. Well, before we get too chaotic, it was great having you guys again. Thank you all for, for joining us. As always, we appreciate your time. You know, your patience with, with uh, me, not us, me. Appreciate <laughs> your time with uh, with us. We always do appreciate you guys coming out, taking out the time. Whether you guys are doing dishes or uh, studying, you know, just have us in the background. Because we know you do your homework, kids. We know you do your homework. I'm anyway. I'm watching you. <laughs> anyway. I know. It's good to, it's good to have name... you guys back. Is He's ominously Ryan? speaking. Is your name Luke? I'm gonna just name out names. Luke. Uh Ryan. Um um David. Um Lane. Uh, Lane? Lane? David Blaine? <laughs> um Peter. Um If your name's Tucker, clap your hands. If your name's Caden, clap your hands. That was a good sound. That wasn't me. Thank you, everybody, for joining us out here again. Uh, we love you guys. We appreciate you. We'll and, see you um, in the next episode. Don't boycott us. Uh, we, we would appreciate us. Do not boycott me. Boy, <laughs> boycott Tucker, but not me. Damn. Thank you guys so much, and we will see you all next time. Peace out. Peace. Don't boycott, don't, don't boycott us.